if you want to recover faster, you have to express more effectively. If you want to recover at all, uh, you just do nothing and allow just normal processes to take place in order to allow you to come back and be able to express again. If you want to be able to recover from any form of stress, it's very hard to impede on those natural processes that are built in to allow you to come back and do it. It's a safety mechanism. Those, those systems are built in to allow you to recover, to come back and put up with that same form or same kind of stress again. But what dictates your ability to recover and actually adapt and get better at the new stressor is there's a lot of things at play there. You know, your uh, level of resilience, your uh, capability of absorbing nutrients, your previous training experience, um, your hydration levels, uh, your nervous system, um, your intentions based upon the uh, stress that you want to impose. We've been adapting to stress as humans for a really, really long period of time. Um, and the uh, um, I would point you to a seminal work on not only this topic in its highest detail, but Robert Sapolsky's work um, really how I see it is uh, through a lens of human adaptation. That's how I see a lot of the conversation on stress and stress response. We have focused so long and so hard for trying to overcome these stressors, and really we've been uh, duct taping it, um, thinking that a number of these modalities are going to speed up recovery. You know, and I think we need to ask some of those hard questions like, why do you want to speed up recovery beyond just what makes sense? It's like, oh, geez, I need to get back out there. But how do you speed it up? How do you, how do you make yourself capable of, you know, um, dedicating all the cells necessary for an immune response or uh, the speed and strengthening of, of uh of healing a wound, right? How do you do that? How do you how do you speed up? You know, from um, from you know essentially cutting yourself, and then you know over a period of an eighteen week intervention, when you cut yourself again, you heal faster. How do you do that? Do you think you do that by uh, better technology of uh, particular kind of wound management? No. <laughs> You don't. Your, your, your ability to recover from those things are largely embedded in you. And this has, been, this has been in place for a long period of time. You know, I think about things such as what happens when we, you know, broke our leg um, 6,000 years ago. You know, there was probably specific medicinal healers and individuals who believed in a supernatural method and they would put their hands over the area and you know and just hope and pray that thing would come back together and maybe they learned over time you know put some wooden sticks on either side of the leg and just hobble around for a while and lo and behold you know you're you're okay but in a lot of cases you you suffer a compound fracture 
back in the day you're taken behind the cave and shot you know you're gonna you're gonna be a problem because you can't uh you know for the tribe you gotta maintain you gotta gotta see how we're gonna maintain this thing and keep people moving forward if it's necessary you know otherwise you just uh lie down in the in the tent for six months and let's see if it see if it comes back together if you can keep off sepsis and other shit that could be happening at the wound and this is an interesting thing too you know 10,000 years ago if we cut our arm we don't heal faster today you don't heal faster in 2020 you know you think we think we're healing faster because we have neosporin or band-aids you don't heal faster and that increased rate of healing comes from within. Just think about that for stress and recovery. What is actually happening when we do a really hard effort, mixed modal effort? What's happening? You're creating stress around the system, right? Why are you doing that? You're doing it such that we can see what do we have in place in order to build back up and start that recovery process in order to learn and adapt and try to overcome the new stressors that are coming. You know, moving from 30 handstand push-ups strict in a workout to moving to 60 in an average over a six-month period. That's a new form of stress. And so in those intervening periods, how do we recover from that? Well, an adequate natural recovery period between each of those practices of the handstand push-up and then a slight, slight adjustment to the new form of stress as we progress through the handstand push-up practice. So the fastest way to recover is to express more appropriately. The fastest way to recover is to express more appropriately. The fastest way to recover is to express what you should be expressing. When you express and you recover, then you can adapt, then you can give a new stress. And then now you can, now you're, you're with that new stress that you're you know, um, trying to deal with. That's a new form of expression. You see that? So it's like the snake eating its tail. Express, recover, adapt. Express, recover, adapt over and over and over. And there come a point of time when you will not have the physical resources and bump up against biological constraints to not allow you to recover from it. And so what you do, you just don't try to stress it as often or you try working on new things like efficiency of the system as opposed to trying to overstress the system. We also need to recognize, especially when we want to think about a, an organism handling a piece of stress, okay? And we'll put it in the context of a human doing a mixed model workout, okay? We know that it's very complex about that dose response outcome. If you don't know what I mean by that, just think really hard around all the iterations of different forms of workouts you can do with different modalities, okay? And put them all together, you know, in a list of uh, possibilities. You have to recognize that you actually get a different dose response for every one of those workouts. Every one of them. So let's just generalize on a specific dose response, right? Just for the context of trying to work with a human doing a mixed model workout here. And ask yourself this question. What systems are helpful inside that allow recovery? What, what's going on to express that mixed modal piece 
that has to take a uh, specific period of time in order to come back and result in a new form of expression. There's multiple systems. So just think about it. When you do a mixed modal workout and, a, and an expression, you know it's very individualized to you and it's different than everyone else in terms of that dose response. And you want to think of it as like a, um, um, how can I analyze or give you an idea for this? It's like a horse race, okay? There's like 10 horses up to, up to run when you start, the, when you finish the workout, okay? And then when you finish that workout, the horses are off and they're racing, okay? The analogy I'm trying to give here is that there's multiple different systems that recover at different rates based upon the kind of expression that was done in the workout. I'll say that again. When you do a mixed modal workout, you're just generalizing saying that, oh, I'm just going to recover. And we reduce it down even now to HRV status or, oh, it's the... Uh, it's the uh, autonomic nervous system and parasymp parasympathetic sympathetic balance that we need to investigate to determine um, if we're recovered or not. That's a, that's a good place to start. I think there's a lot more. I think there's a lot more at place that doesn't have some feed forward or backward um, afferent, efferent you know, mechanisms that allow someone to understand if they're recovered or not. So in those, the, the, those horses, that maybe there's 10 of them, maybe there's 5 of them. But just think about this. You know, the, the mechanical system recovers at a different rate. And if you're thinking, oh, well, the nervous system controls that, that's not necessarily always the case. So just think about the mechanics. Think about the ligaments and joints and muscles and contractile units head to toe and different fibers. Think about a, you know, 600 wall balls versus 65 bench press in a workout, right? You're telling me that, you know, after every workout, the mechanical system recovers at the same rate? It doesn't. So there's a rate of recovery per system. Another one, how about electrolyte balance? You really think you got an idea as to how fast the electrol electrolyte balance is uh, recovering? Do you think after every workout, you know, uh, max snatch ladder and uh, some rope climbs. Um, you think it's the exact same recovery process as opposed to a 60-minute uh, workout in a higher temperature that's just uh, where you're burning up? You're going to tell me that your same recovery implements are going to be uh, going to be helpful in getting the CNS back to recovery after that? It's recovering at a different rate. That's only two things. How about just the central nervous system? Let's use the generalized terminology based upon that. How about fuel? How about glycogen replenishment? Right? Just, just think about that for a second. That doesn't recover all at the same rate. We're very generalized. I'm not leading it towards it being so individualized that it's worse, it's useless, and we're all going to come back to a reduced mechanism recovery. No, I want, you to, I want you to focus on how can I express most effectively based upon what I should be expressing, because that's the best way of recovery. Not, not trying to duct tape it with a, with a generalized approach of something you seemingly think is going to recover all systems when it's maybe only helping you get a sensation that you're recovering. Hmm, how about that? Maybe it's only thinking you're recovering. And if you think like you're recovering, then we're like, oh, if it makes them feel good, then we're all good to go. No, that's not a truth. That's an opinion. So mechanical, electrolyte, central nervous system, fuel. How about thermoregulatory system? Those of you who have been inside functional diagnostics or investigated hormonal fluctuations, you've, uh, 
you know, seeing the difference in an 18-year-old boy and a 55-year-old postmenopausal female? Right? Come on. You know, your thermoregulatory system recovers at different rates based upon the stress that's imposed, especially if that stress that can be imposed is like 65 different options. So no, Compax is not going to do that. The same for everyone. Neither is, neither is uh, um, ice-cold bathing. It's not going to do it. Right? And again, you're saying, oh, no, no, the CNS co recovers, covers all of it. It doesn't. Or maybe, maybe even if it does a little bit, maybe you, should ask, maybe you should just think about the consequences of saying that it does do all that. Maybe you're just duct-taping it, thinking you're recovering faster, but maybe you're just creating a compensatory system in which, over time, one of those systems doesn't recover as fast as it needs to all the time for a full year. And guess what? Now you've got a knee problem, knee injury, a mechanical knee injury. And the whole time, you were normateching yourself till you were blue in the face from blood pressure changes. And it had nothing to do with your help, helping your recovery. It just gave you a sensation you were recovering the mechanical system faster. You know, your digestive system takes a little bit of time to recover based upon the dose response. Right? We've, I've named, I guess, six of them now. There's others. Just think about that. All the horses... Uh, in order to recover and the speed of recovery, it all, it all requires a different rate. It requires a different rate. So when you do um, any form of stress, you have to remember that the, your brain uh, knows what's coming as the task. This is another interesting phenomenon to think about, okay? Just think about this, the recovery from an unknown task versus the recovery of a willful task. When you do training, mixed modal training, you know what's coming. Get rid of all that bullshit concepts of unknown, unknowable, and variation. It's not varied. If you write it on paper, you see it in True Coach, you even spend 30 seconds prior to seeing it. Your brain has a predictive model in place from your previous experiences as to how to express that. And if it doesn't have a great storyline as to how it's going to express it effectively, it will not recover as fast after the expression. So how do you improve recovery in mixed modal training? A shit ton of practice and training. That's how you do it. Why? Because then you express more appropriately because your brain builds these predictive models as to how you're going to express that work. You do not increase speed of recovery between sessions of mixed modal training from complex units and Theraguns and icing and hot suits and, and, and uh, Normatech suits. You do not. It doesn't mean that these uh, electrical units or any of these units don't actually do something. They do. We have to remember that all recovery implements, even cold water or uh, freezing yourself in a tube, it all requires a stress response. Recovery is stressful. So if you just stressed yourself metabolically 
and you actually don't have the system to put up with any other form of stress based upon what I said of those multiple systems that need just actual nothingness in order to get back to homeostasis, let's call it allostasis, you know, you don't add allostatic load. Allostatic load can be electrical stimulation. And ironically, you're not even doing it. So don't give me a Petri dish or lab study on the outcomes and effects of electrical stimulation to a muscle if you haven't, you know, beat the shit out of these muscles for 16 weeks in a row, and then on a Tuesday night you have a tough workout and you put that electrical unit on, all that shit you did in the lab has absolutely no carryover to what you saw in the lab and the outcomes of that electrical stimulation for that particular motor unit. Nothing. Do you know what it does? It actually possibly makes the person more tired. It's possibly creating an extra stress response. So it's, it's kind of ironic that we use or take um, the idea of sales, right? You can't, you can't sell uh, sunshine and broccoli and water and uh, food hygiene practices and behaviors. You can't sell that. So what do you sell? You sell shit that's going to make a, a few people some money, and it makes it look like um, you're increasing recovery between stressful responses. Right? And then who do, you, who do we go to to sell that stuff? The best expressors. The best people at physical expression. That's who we go to sell it. Right? You don't go to the middleman or the average mixed modal athlete. You're like, oh, I think you're really going to benefit from this uh, recovery unit. Let us know how that goes. Because we've been giving it to 6,000 people that no one knows, and we want to see exactly how much your improvement of recovery um, is outside of just your sensations, but is proven uh, of a model compared to 6,000 other people who don't use it. Guess what you're going to find at the end? No differences in both groups of 6,000 athletes. You're not going to find any differences. You know what you may hear from the group, 6,000 group that used the particular unit? I kind of felt like I was more recovered. But in the end, if you put those two models together, which has not been done, I don't care what you send to me of white paper evidence of something, I'll show you that it hasn't done, been done to this particular group of mixed modal individuals and a comparison group of people not using the recovery units and an absolute score in terms of performance. If you want to recover faster, you need to express better. If you want to recover faster, you need a good coach. If you want to recover faster, stay away from the gym. If you want to recover faster, chew your fucking food. If you want to recover faster, learn how to contemplate and relax. If you want to recover faster, get off your fucking phone. If you want to recover faster, apply natural processes of recovery. What are natural processes of recovery? Think about that. How did I recover between the wound? How did I recover between the stress of the system? How did I recover? I did nothing. You did nothing. You actually need to go into nothingness. Go towards the margins of nothingness. Move towards that. Lie in your back. Put your feet up. Drink water. Chew food. Get some sunshine. 
Wash yourself. You know, hygiene practices. Just cleaning of the body, cleansing of the skin, moving lymph around. Movement, walk around. The edges of that, I would say uh, hot cold therapy. Cold immersion, hot bath, cold immersion, hot bath, back and forth. Almost scalding, you can't get in, and cold where you're not going to get into shivering, but it's uh, it's pretty uh, um, uh, pretty cold. You know, now we're on the now we're on the edges, right? Edges meaning between, you know, the bullshit uh, device that you're spending two thousand dollars for, um, and just doing nothing. So the edges, I think, are more closely to natural processes when I say contrast bathing. But then you have to ask yourself, is that stressful? Is the heat and the cold stressful? You, you're damn right that's stressful. And then you need to say, well, I don't find it stressful. Guess what? You're adapting to it. That means you may not be getting any effects of the proposed mechanisms. If you want to recover faster, you need to express more appropriately. If you want to recover faster, you need to do better programs, write better programs, perform better exercise. If you need to recover faster, you need to listen to the system, listen to yourself, kind of get an idea as to how you're feeling prior to the next session. Maybe you need to break all molds of the Wednesday, Sunday off. Maybe because you're just, you know, um, you're inside the Wednesday, Sunday off. Maybe you're inside that because that works for the coach and the system for payment. Have you ever thought about that? What's wrong with working out on Sunday? Why don't you take Tuesday and Wednesday off? I'm just, I just want you to think about not sticking to the mold of what's required in our, in our brains of recovery between pieces. How about this? Maybe all your participation is getting you mediocre effects. Right? Maybe you're growing by 1% every six months, but with 30% less total intense work, not overall volume, less intense work, maybe you improve 3% every six months. Hmm. Maybe our issue with not, you know, long-term, large, general progression of athletes within mixed model is that uh, we train intensely too much. Not train volume too much, train intensely too much. And maybe it's only getting you, getting you mediocre results. And maybe those mediocre results are all on a, on a base support of compensatory mechanisms. Maybe you've gotten from session to session on will, on adrenaline. Maybe you're pulling all of your resources away to move on and move forward. Maybe you're not okay with the fact that you'll never really be good. And so you, got, you need to duct tape it. You need to fast track it. You need to do stuff quicker. You seemingly think because you can just see it and you know it. You're just, I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to get there. I know the truth. I see the truth. I have to maintain chest-to-bar pull-ups and overhead squats 
in two minutes at this pace. And I, I can't, I don't know. It must be the pre-workout, right? It must be the post-workout supplementation. It must be that shake. I mean, that's what's going to do it. It must be, it must be, it must be. You know, maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. So just think about recovery and how we can listen to ourselves and recover as best as possible to come back and express what we're, what we're capable of expressing at that next session. Small interludes of expression that's correct. And exhaust all the natural processes. Right? Recognize we're all individually different. Recognize we all have uh, genetic and phenotype uh, recovery mechanisms that are different than others. Recognize that. Be okay with it. If you're like, yeah, but I don't recover that fast phenotypically, and uh, there's all these technological things and resources available to help me recover, you can do all that shit and more. You're not going to recover faster. Do you know what you need to do? You need to express at the right rate. You need to express better. You need a better program design. You need to stop competing all year. You need to go into periodized training programs. Give you five to six months of a robust amount of work that's done at the right kind of right kind of uh, yeah rate of progression, and maybe you can get into a competitive season for a couple of months and express effectively. And in that entire period of time, you're using absolutely no recovery modalities. Why? Because your recovery away from the gym or time away from the gym gives you an indication if you're capable of expressing again. If you want to recover faster, express more appropriately.